This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the United Soybean Board. Learn more about soybean farmer sustainability efforts during an October 7th webinar. Register at agripulse.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration spelled out its approach to the U.S.-China trade relationship today. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai gave a speech in Washington highlighting all aspects of the bilateral relationship and the Phase 1 trade deal between the two countries. She says the administration wants to take steps that keep the trade relationship from becoming another trade war. Our objective is not to inflame trade tensions with China. Durable coexistence requires accountability and respect for the enormous consequences of our actions. I am committed to working through the many challenges ahead in this bilateral process in order to deliver meaningful results. But above all else, we must defend to the hilt our economic interests. She plans to have discussions with her Chinese counterpart soon to spell out the U.S. approach the Biden administration plans to take. But she says even under the phase one trade deal, farmers have their questions about China. U.S. agriculture has not been spared either. While we have seen more exports to China in recent years, market share is shrinking and agriculture remains an unpredictable sector for U.S. farmers and ranchers who have come to rely heavily on this market. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says the issues with China go beyond the Phase 1 deal's purchase commitments and also include agreed-upon practice changes by the Chinese. The Chinese were pretty aggressive at the outset with the Phase 1 agreement in terms of compliance. They met uh, roughly 50 of the 57 uh, items that they agreed, but there are seven still very large items that have yet to be resolved and yet to be completed by the Chinese, uh, not the least of which is biotechnology trait uh, approvals, uh, just as an example. Uh, so obviously Obviously, the uh, ambassador Tai should press the Chinese on fulfilling their responsibilities in that key area. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson has more on Tai's speech and where the Biden administration goes from here in his story on AgriPulse.com. The Department of Agriculture is working through recently passed congressional text to determine how many producers are eligible for assistance. Vilsack says the $10 billion in disaster aid included in last week's continuing resolution makes more farmers and ranchers eligible for USDA's wildfire and hurricane indemnity program. Uh, We've not had an opportunity yet to read the terms and conditions of the bill uh, in detail. We were aware, in fact, obviously, that additional resources were going to be provided and expanded within the WIP program to include drought. And we will look for creative ways to use those resources to provide assistance and help. He says regional disparities may come into play. We will obviously take a look at the expansive nature at which WIP has been expanded to make sure that we are providing assistance and help to all those who qualify. Uh, It may very well be that uh, Western producers who are impacted by drought Southern producers who were impacted by uh, recent hurricanes and even those in the Northeast who were impacted by strong storms may all uh, potentially benefit from this. We'll we'll just have to take a look and and see how far we could go. Vilsack also announced $100 million in loan guarantees to improve the food supply chain. There's more in our story on agripulse.com. Finally today, a member of the Senate Ag Committee says disputes over process shouldn't get in the way of the work on the Build Back Better reconciliation package. Senate Republicans have expressed frustration at the lack of opportunity to offer input on the ag portions of the bill through hearings or other formats, but Ohio Democrat Sherrod Brown says he's watching the results more than the process. 
the voters in my constituents at town halls, at round tables, at the grocery store, whatever, don't really care about the process. They don't care if did this bill have committee hearings, did that bill go through that committee, was this bill marked up um, in a overnight, late night session. They, they care about what we do. He says he supports the plans under consideration to add more money to conservation programs. There's more from Brown in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. Visit AgriPulse.com today and register for a webinar this Thursday, October 7th to learn how soy organizations promote U.S. farmer sustainability efforts and build global demand for U.S. soy. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.